told us that in the world, we're going to have suffering. In the world, we're going to have affliction. In the world, we're going to have discomfort. In the world, we're going to have misconceptions. In the world, there's going to be sickness we're going to have. There's going to be death we're going to have. But Jesus Christ said that, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. And see, the spider web wants to keep us from understanding that. You see, the war is already won. The war is won. All we got to do is show up on the battlefield. Christians, I'm talking about the whole church, not just HOD, because HOD is a matured church. Most churches aren't matured. You can't mature in God unless you've got experience and understanding in what God's Word is saying. And most people don't even know what's in the Bible, but they want to lead people. Let me say it again. Most Christians don't even know what's in the Bible. Most leaders don't even understand what's in the Bible. But they're in those positions. And what Satan does is Satan roams through the earth like a roaring lion, seeking whom he can devour. And if you weak, and if you ain't on point, oh, he'll get you. And he'll get me too. We've all experienced it now. The parables of life. <laughs> see, 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 this church is on another level. There's another power that's flowing through here. And what we got to do, as Pastor Brenda told us before, she told us to suit up for battle. She was preparing through God's word to prepare us. And then all hell is breaking loose among us in our lives. And we're going to deal with that today. We're going to deal with it. But she told us through the word of God and the spirit of God that's in her, Because the Bible says that the word of God will establish us. But if you want to prosper, you need to listen to the prophet. You need to listen. So this woman been up here and she's been preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching about Battle readiness. And then God sends the apostle to back what's already been spoken. And you know it's true because you're going through it in your lives as we speak. So you can't deny and then you got riffraff that comes up in the church and, and, and can't even and refuse to hear the word of God. Because they want to do it their way instead of God's way. But God's word says let everything be done in a decent and an orderly fashion. And I told you before and I'm going to tell you again. And I didn't even know God was going to do this, but he's doing it again. I'm just a messenger. Now you can kill me, but you can't kill the word. And you definitely won't kill God's church. You'll kill your own stupid, foolish self because you ain't got no understanding or no knowledge in the word. But HOD goes on because it ain't built by man. It's built by God on the foundations of God. It ain't a thing that you can do about it because the power of God overrules and super rules over everything. Not some things. I say everything. Do you think God used all of his power to create the universes of the universes? No. 
at no time has God ever used all the power that he had. He don't need to. If he released that thing, oh my God, everything will, okay, he's going to release it at the end time. The Bible says that when that great white throne of judgment come forth, the mountains and everything else going to flee. That's when he's going to release the fullness of that thing. And we're going to see just who we is and who we are dealing with. Because we done tried to put God down on man's interpretation. It won't work, Brother Ray. It won't work. It didn't work then, and it ain't going to work now. The parable of life. Parables of life. Take me to the first scripture, verses chapter 13. We're going to start at verse 3, and I'm going to read through verse 17, and then we're going to deal with some stuff here. Is that all right with y'all? The Word of God says, And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. Mm -hmm. And when he sowed, some of the seeds fell by the wayside. And the fowls came and devoured them up. Mm -hmm. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth. And for with they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. Uh huh. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you're mad. And because they had no root, uh-huh, they withered away. <laughs> uh-huh. They, in other words, they died out. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Don't it feel clean up in here? Don't it feel clean? The air is clean. You know, I'm going to be, be straight up and honest. Because, see, I preach truth. I, I don't. I told y'all. I don't. Y'all know me. Most of you do, and you, those that don't will. I don't mix words. I don't have friends in the pulpit. I could care less whether you like what I say or what I don't say, because what I'm saying, I'm saying it from the knowledge and the wisdom and the power of God. And you best listen, and I best listen too. Because as I teach you, he teaches me. As I speak to you, he speaks to me. This ain't no plaything up here where you run around and act church and play church. No, no, no. It's time to get real with this thing. Because this thing out here is serious. And then it says that in verse 7, And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up, sprung up, and choked them. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. But others fell into, somebody say, good ground. And brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, sixtyfold, and thirtyfold. Amen. He's, then he goes on and he says, who have ears to hear. See, everybody can't hear. Who has ears to hear, let him. Where your ear at? Because you got to understand now, whoever has your ear holds your future. As long as God had the ears of Adam and Eve, they were all right. But when the devil started speaking to them, guess what? They were kicked out of their place of sanctity. Whoever has your... Be careful who you're listening to. Be careful who you're listening to. And if it ain't right, correct it. I was on the job the other night. Old witch come by me. One of the more Christian witches. Yeah, 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 yeah. You met him. One of the more Christian witches gonna come by my station. Just had come on the job. Ain't that right, Mother? And I got my Bible sitting on my table. And my bottle of water was sitting on top of my Bible. Oh, she had a fit. And I sit that on there and I say, hold up here. 
I say, you can't hurt the word of God. That bottle ain't good by water. You getting off. I say, you know what? I say, you religious. I say, that's why people don't want to come to church. Because of people like you. I just told that monkey straight up. I didn't mix no words. Because I'm going to tell you something. When you carry the power of God, you don't care whether you're on your job. Who that man that say you can take this job and shove it? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it don't make no difference where I am. If you get me, you know I've been on one of your jobs. You know I don't play. You come at me, I'm going to pull this sword, and I'm going to really hurt you with it. But if you come to me, and you hurting, and you in pain, and you need help, I'm there for you. But religion, I can't stand it. Because religion won't let you breathe. All religion do is suffocate people, kill people. See, all kind of people going to be, all kind of people. What you going to do when lesbians start coming up in the church? You know, you going to cast them out or you going to love them? They so need saving too. What you going to do? Are you ready for that? Well, if you ain't ready for it, you might well leave. Because they come. All kinds are coming. And we are not going to judge them. We're going to love them. Do you understand that? Gossiping, we ain't going to, we'll cut you down. We ain't going to have it. Ain't going to be. None of that. We're going to have a clean air up in here. As my granddaddy say, by God. By God. I usually didn't understand what that was. But he said, by God, we're going to do this. You know, not by us, but by God. So, verse 10 says, And the disciples came, said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? You know, and in verse 11 he said, And he answered and said unto them, Because it is given to, somebody say, me. me. It is given to you to know the mysteries. Mysteries means secrets of the kingdom of God. Of, or the kingdom of heaven, which is the foundation of God's power in us. But to them, they won't be able to understand what's going on. Verse mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 12 says, And whosoever has, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whoso has not, from him shall be taken away even that he had it. It's a little hot in here. It's getting hot in here. I told y'all it's hot up here in this pulpit. I told y'all. And it ain't because of the physical heat. It's because of the fire of God. That thing will light you up. Now, verse 13 says, Speak therefore I to them in parables, because they sin, they can't see nothing. And they hearing, they can't hear nothing. Neither do they understand, because they don't know nothing. <coughs> and in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which says, <coughs> By hearing, you shall hear, and shall not understand. And seeing, you shall see. And you won't even know what you're looking at. For this people's heart is near why? For this people's heart is wax what? Growth. And their eyes are dull, and their ears are dull of hearing. Their eyes have been closed, least at any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears. Mm. And should understand with their heart and should be converted. That means they should be saved and I should heal them. Amen. Amen. But blessed are your eyes for they sleep. Mm -hmm. Until you had a mature church. And your ears for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets. And righteous men have desired to see those things which you see 
and have not seen them. And to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower, which God renamed the parables of life. Do you understand me? Well, let's break down this thing from verse 3 to verse 12. He says, and he spake a parable unto them, <coughs> saying, Behold, the sower went forth to sow. Who's the sower? No. I'm the sower. I'm sowing seed today. Your job is to listen today, right now. Right now, I'm the sower. The seed that I'm sowing is the word of God that he has given me. So the sower went forth. Amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. See, see, you sow after you listen. You, you can't put the, what they call a buggy cart before the horse. Men, too many Christians do that. No. Our job today, right now, right now, I'm the sower, and I'm sowing the seed of God into your life. Are you with me? All right. And when he sowed, watch this, some seeds fell where? By the wayside. Start putting up scriptures up there, uh, who's ever in there. Verse, Matthew Verses 13, verse 4. Put it up there, please. Now, I guess they sleep back there today. And when he sowed, some of the seed fell by the well. Wayside. Who's the way? Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But as I sow, those of us, if there are any of us in here, there are somebody somewhere who's not in the way of God, who claim they know God, who claim they are Christians, who claim they are disciples of Jesus Christ, but they're not in the way. And if you're not in the way, when the word comes, the word that comes is going to fall by the wayside because you ain't in the way. Wayside means you out of position. You ain't in the way. You on the, you over here. You ain't on the rug. You over here on carpet. You see. And because of that, see, some of y'all might be thinking about what y'all gonna eat after y'all leave here. You just, that just plain stupid as a mule. That's what that is. When you ought to be eating this right now. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Full attention. Full attention. Put it back up. Put it back up there. And when the fowls came, the fowls is the thoughts of your mind. When they came, they came and devoured them up. Because of what you're thinking about right now. Are you thinking in the way of God? Or are you thinking on the wayside about, you know, I got to do this after I get out. I got to do that. You, 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 you understand my drift? And that causes God's word to fall by the wayside in you. Amen? Mm-hmm. When you're supposed to be focused in the way. So that the seed that's being sown can fall in the way and be productive. Now, next verse. Verse 4. I think it is. Verse 5. And some fell upon what kind of places? You ever seen hard-headed Christians? You can't tell them nothing. Like that thing I ran up on the other night and I had to cut it. Because they didn't want to hear. Stony places. That's them hard places in us. We just don't want to hear nothing. Except what our feelings and emotions are telling us. Now those of us that's been in relationships or in relationships, we know all about that. Don't we? I'm going to say that again because, see, we got some liars in here. Some, some folk up in here don't want to talk right. I say those of us who are in relationships, 
know all about not wanting to listen to one to nothing. Cause you caught up in your stony places. Well, when you don't when you when you don't allow the word of God to chastise you and properly prepare you for the next level, and you want to just be what you are and stay where you are, that's that's a stony place. So the word, what happens is the word, some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth. In other words, they didn't have no depth to them. And forthwith they sprang up because they had no deepness of the earth. Next verse. See, when this thing falls in us and we don't have no depthness in the earth, look what happened. And when the sun was dried up, that means when, when, when things get hot. When things get precarious, when things get hard on us, if that word ain't in us right, then that, them hard times will scorch that word because they had no root. And then what happened? They withered away. Am I in the house? Verse 7. And some fell among thorns. That's sin. Them thorns. And the thorns sprang up. And won't, won't sin kill that word? See, that's why they put them thorns around Jesus' forehead. So that that blood, because they, they represented sin. That's what them thorns represent they put around his forehead. I know y'all ain't never heard that before, because them old yahoos don't never preach it to you. They ain't got no revelation. They don't understand what's going on. That's why you ought to love being in the house of destiny. Not because it's made up of us, but because it's made by God. It's got the stamp. It ain't it, it didn't come from China. It ain't got it ain't it ain't got the stamp on it came from China. No. It's got the stamp but came from God. You know why Brenda named it House of Destiny? Before we even started church? Because this is the house and God has placed a destiny in us. And God brought that to her. And he revealed the revelation to me. I said, okay, I'm in. Let's go. Let's do this. And we went. Not knowing where we were going. But we went. Because God had given me a vision that these big three big trucks, which represents the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, they reached and towered up to the heavens. And we was just a little trunk of trucks. And we were behind the house of destiny was behind it, and we were following it, and we were down by the river, and we were on a stream, and we were picking up broken branches that had broken off the trees. Those were broken souls. See, I remember the vision. See, the vision don't die if it's from God. If it's from God, the vision don't die. Next verse. But others fell into, somebody say, good ground. Oh, boy, we're going to deal with that. And brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Mm-hmm. Here he goes again. Who hath ears to hear? Let him hear. And the disciples came, yes, they did, and said unto him, Why do you speak to them in power? He said, because it's given to you to understand what this Bible is talking about. Not to them. This Bible is extremely deep with mysteries. The kingdom of heaven is filled. That's within you, Luke seven twenty one. It's inside you. And I, I'm somewhere looking all crazy. No, it's in you. That's Luke 17, 21. You read it. If you don't believe it's inside of you, you read it. King James Version. I ain't talking about them old, them old watered down, old watered down mess. I'm talking about something that's got some depth to it. Something that's got some depth to it. They don't even call them holy Bibles no more. They just call them Bibles because there ain't nothing holy about them. 
and then you got a clown going gonna, gonna to come to me. You didn't know who you were fooling with, you old fool. First of all, I bought the Bible and I bought the water. And if I threw the Bible on the ground, it ain't going to hurt God's word. Although I wouldn't do that. But it ain't going to hurt God. I'm not going to be offended when I see a Muslim burn the Holy Bible because they may. You think I'm offended by I'm not offended by that. That don't hurt God's word because God's word says forever settled in heaven. We ought to just let God be God and let us be followers of him. You know what I mean? Because all we do is look through the eyes of judgment. We don't look at the good. We're all time looking at the bad. Start looking at the good in people. And always trying to look at the bad. Because it is given unto you to know the mystery. It's amen on everything. And the reason why is because this is God's word. This is God's word. And with God's word, this ain't golden corral where, you know, you go down your little thing, you pick and choose what you, you know, you know how Christians do, you know. Instead of taking it all, they just want, well, I don't like that, so I ain't going to take that. And that might be the very thing that you need. But he goes on and he says in verse 12, and whosoever hath to him shall be given. Mm-hmm. Who's ever have what? That word. That word. It ain't got nothing to do with no material things here. But who's ever had? Because if you got the spiritual things, God will give you the physical things you need. Who's ever had? To him shall be given more. In other words, he's going to know more about the mysteries of this Bible. And he shall have more abundance. Uh-huh. But whosoever had not, from him shall be taken away even that which he has. See, the only one that run up out of here are the ones that ain't got it. And then what they thought they had is taken away. Oh, my good God Almighty. Can't you see? Don't you understand? No wonder God said, how can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach or she unless they sent from God? Everything in this pulpit ain't from God. God. You know if you mature. And you know what I learned about maturity? It don't take long to grow up. It depends on how bad you want it. Or whether or not you want it. Go to Jeremiah 4.3. Go there for me, please. I'm just going to stay down here and preach this. That's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to stay down here and preach the word of God. Jeremiah 4.3. Can I get Jeremiah? I think it's 4.3 I asked for. Praise the Lord. They sleeping back there. My, my apostle ain't back there today, so. Yeah. For thus saith the Lord to the men of praise, Judah mean praise, and Jerusalem, meaning your encounter with peace, the city of peace. Amen. So you understand. He's talking to those of us who are in the praise of God and who's had an encounter with God. Okay? That's what we're dealing with. Ray, you tough. I'm reading you. You tough boy. Yeah, Ray. You tough boy. He said, break up your fallow ground. And there's no soil among the sin. The thorns. Well, what is fallow ground? Fallow ground is your freshly plowed up ground. He said, now, after you, if you know anything about farming, after you turn over the ground, you got to get out rocks, hard places. You got to break it up. Break up your fallow ground. In other words, you got to do some plowing up inside the soil of your soul. And you got to get these hard places out. You know these old places that cause you to act crazy and think crazy and be crazy. We, we got to deal with that. That stuff got to be broken up. In other words, it's got to be crushed. 
He said, break up your fallow ground. And then when we crush it, don't sow the word of God back among the sin and the sinners. It's a big challenge, Amy. It's a big challenge. See, this is serious business here. That's why I'm so dominant when I'm in the pulpit. I'm a pit bulldog because you, 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 you just got to understand what God is saying. We all have got, we're living in perilous times, people. People die left and right. The prayer team is being worn out with prayer. My lady is being worn out praying. That's why I give her a break. See, I have to watch my people. See how much they can take. I know when to. And I know when to. And I know when to. That comes from experience. And if you don't trust my experience, then, like Jesus said, believe for the very works we do. You don't believe I'm who I say I am and just what Jesus said, then believe, look at the works. If devils are cast out, by Satan, Beelzebub, a house divided can't stand. But if it's by the finger of God, then know that the kingdom of God has come upon you, Jesus said. Amen? Amen. Know what's going on. Expand your mind. I tell people that all the time. You got to get a high vision of this thing. Yeah. You got you gotta you can't just be complacent in this thing and don't want to grow no more, don't want to you you know. No. We're dealing with an eternal word and we're eternal beings, so we need to more learn to more and more and more about what eternity is. Jeremiah four verse three says don't break up your foul ground and don't sow among the thorns. Go to Hosea 10, 12. The book of Hosea 10, verse 12. Put it up there, please. Hosea 10, 12. Sow to yourselves in what? That is. That's what we need to be sowing to ourselves. And if you do that, you'll reap. How many of y'all need some mercy up in here? Oh, boy. Look at that. I'm going to say it again. Ha! Because, see, we still got some liars in here, you see. We, we still got some liars in here. That just, that's that old hard, stony place. They, they, they don't like it. That's that old demon in them. They don't like it. They, 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 but I'm going to ask again. And after that, I'm going to point you out. Because I ain't going to have you lined up in here. Every hand ought to be raised up in here. Now, how many in here need some mercy? Tom, you a liar. You a liar. I just had told y'all I was going to call you out if you didn't do it. Everybody in here need mercy. And when I asked that question... That wasn't me asking. That was the Spirit of God trying to see where you were. And what you did was you defied God and you don't even know it. And I'm praying for that. I'm praying that God have mercy in spite of Have mercy because they don't know what they do when they do it. They don't know no better. But inside Every one of us know we need mercy, don't we? Every one of us know. And the main thing is, God knows. See, that was a wave offering to God. See, a lot of them don't even know what a wave offering is. 
When you raised your hand, you, you gave a wave offering to God. Yes, Lord, I need mercy. Amen. That's what you did or what you refused to do. And God saw it all. Oh, boy, ain't it tight up in here? Don't that word get tight on us. Don't it? And if you, if you don't man up, you know what the devil will do. The devil will have you act up and you'll start hating that which love you. That's, that's his job. That's his job, people. I'm just trying to give it to you like it is. I just told you that if you're not in the way at a particular time when this word is coming forth, what will happen is that word will fall by the wayside in you. And what will happen is, is that your mind will cause you to defunct yourself. Mm-hmm. And now you're in a predicament, and you don't know why you're in a predicament, and God is trying to work things out in your life and make things better for you. But, and then we retract it because of, we don't think we need to do that. God said we do need to do it. We do, we do need to know that we need God's mercy. All of us. Because people, we're going through. It's tough. It's tough. So let's not be like we all at. No, man, please. Don't do that. Don't do that. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy on us, Jesus. He said, put that scripture back up there for me. He says, break up your what? Ain't that what he said in Jeremiah? Because you can't sow righteousness and reap mercy until you break up them hard places. I just told y'all that. You got to break up that old hard place in you that don't want to hear. Don't think it has to be obedient to what God is trying to guide us into. God wanted a wave offering. He wanted to know that you know you need mercy. He wanted you... Jesus. That's why me and Brenda got to work so hard, praying and stuff for folk. Because the church make it hard on us. Because we don't do what we need to do when we need to do it. Man, this thing is hard on me and Brenda. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord. Yes, it is. How many of y'all know it's time to seek the Lord? We got to seek him. We got to love him. We got to pray for one another. But one thing we ain't going to do is we ain't going to tell a lie to tickle your ears. We ain't going to do it. The Bible says rebuke openly so that others may fear. That's what it says. That's what I do. Whatever it says do, that's what I do. He said if a brother or a sister or whatever come up in here and they are a railer or a gossiper or any of that, see that's why we don't go in for none of that stuff. It says put them out the church. Put that, we call them a wicked one. You come up in there and act a fool if you want to, you're gone. You're gone. You're gone. You gone? Because we're here for one reason. The peace and the sanctity for God's people. And if y'all don't believe that it's in there, it's in the book of Corinthians. It's in the book of Corinthians. He says it. He says it. And if you don't know what's in the Bible, you'll think I'm preaching wrong. I ain't preaching wrong. I preach Bible. I preach by, I don't care what you think. Make no deal to me. Watch this. Go to, that ain't up there, so don't worry about it, children. Uh, First Corinthians, I'm going to show these people that this old man know what he's talking about when he's up here in the pool pit. First Corinthians, the sixth chapter. I meant the fifth chapter. I want everybody to go there. Verse 11 through verse 13. 
Let me know when y'all get there because I really want you to see this. Those of you, some of you probably already know it's there. But this is what it said. 1 Corinthians 5, verses 11 through 13. See, see, this would make the church a whole lot better here. Uh, when I say the church, I'm talking about the world church. Everything. He says in verse 11, 1 Corinthians 5, verse 11 through 13. Verse 11 says, But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother, that means you're supposed to be saved, that means y'all sisters too. If they are a fornicator, if they're greedy, covetous, if they're an idolater, that means messing with them familiar spirits. Baal worship. Mix it in voodoo with Christianity, like many people do. Or a railer, that's one that always loves to keep stuff started. Or a drunkard, or an extortioner, which such a one, he said, don't you even eat with him. In other words, he's talking about eating with, he's talking about, don't be dealing with that. Don't be dealing with that. For what have I to do to judge them that are also outside the church? That word without means outside the church. Do not ye judge them that are within the church? Ain't that what we're supposed to do? By the word of God. Now watch this, verse 13, because here's the clincher. But them that are without God judge, them that's outside the church. Therefore, here it is. Y'all read it. And read it loud. That wicked person. He told us straightforward. It say put him out from among you, didn't it, Reverend? Is that not what it said? Because if you leave that up in there, that's like leaving a rotten apple and a barrel of good apple, and it's going to mess up something. Now, am I not preaching God's word? See, when I show it to you in the Word, see, see that, that, that'll kill that old hard place in you. That old place that don't, you don't want to hear. See, God will humble you with His Word. <laughs> you get mad at me. <laughs> oh, you getting mad at God. You get mad at me. I'm trying to help you. You ain't wanting to be helped. So, God, now God removed the filter. Oh, my God, you don't want that. You don't want God to remove the filter between you and him. Because when that happens, we're left to our own demise and God, God dealing with us straightforward. Ain't no, it's make my funk the pee funk. It's uncut. It's fentanyl. It'll kill you. The strong power of God would take us all out of here. Jesus Christ had the fullness of God in him, the Bible says. But he never displayed all of it. He never displayed all of it. It's a small thing for God to resurrect the dead. That's a small thing for him. It's big for us. But there ain't no that ain't no miracle to God that He can raise your old dead butt up. That ain't no miracle to God. I say it is miracle to man. God do what He want to do. God don't be running around talking about I'm gonna do a miracle. I'm gonna do no. God just do what He do and go on about His business. Cause He far beyond what He already done did anyway. By the time we see what God has done, God's gone. He said, Moses, you can look at the backside of me. You, you, you can't look at me face to face. The Bible says you looked at him face to face. That means they were in agreement with each other. That don't mean that Moses was able to look at him in his eye to kill a man to look at God straight in his eye. We've got to be translated into the form of him before we can look at him like that. The only way we can see his face face to face right now is be in agreement with him. That's what it's talking about there. The Bible done told you in the New Testament that you can't see, you can't look at God.
Can't do it. So let me get back to where I was because I wanted to show y'all that God does tell us to clean house every once in a while. That's him shifting. You know, in the old days, you used to have that strainer. I was telling him about that. Yeah, that strain, you put your flower in, if any bugs, anything was in it, that strainer would, you know, you shift, <laughs> you sift it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, once in a while, God will shake this thing. And we just have to understand that. See, it's good for the Lord to keep us straight. Because we be screwing up with our own silly selves. You know, and we don't want to do that. Look at Psalms 85.11. Psalms 85.11, please. And I'm just about done. You're right on time. Psalms 11. Psalms 85. Verse 11 says, Truth. Look here. Truth. This word. Because that word is truth, right? Ain't that the book of John? Or do I show you all that too? Now, I can't show you everything. Sometimes y'all need to study. <laughs> you study the Bible. Well, you know what's in it. <laughs> truth shall spring. Well, Somebody say out of me. Mm-hmm. And when truth, in other words, when you receive the word of God in the way, when you receive it, <coughs> truth will spring up out of you. And it automatically, here's the good thing, it automatically causes righteousness to look down from heaven. How many of y'all want righteousness to look down from heaven? Here I am, Lord. Lord, you keep your hand on me. You keep your hand on me, Lord. I can only speak for myself. Righteousness shall look down. When I allow the truth to spring up out of me. And it's a quick thing, brother. It ain't something that takes a long time. No, 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 no. No. Brother Tom said not long ago to me, we were talking, he said, look. He said, the hole that you're in, he said, it ain't that deep. All it takes is you crawl out. And that's all you got to do. Whatever it is you're going through, it ain't that deep. All you got to do is shift your mindset and get back in the way. And when you get back in the way, righteousness will look down from heaven and God will make everything anew. Just He can do it. I speak from experience. God can do it. But he ain't going to do it until we get in the way and remain there. He ain't going to do it until we get in the way. And you can go to and fro, the Bible says. They'll be running to and fro, aimless. From the east to the west to the south, all over the place, looking for a word and won't be able to find it because they're looking for the wrong word. They look for what they want instead of what God wants you to have. It's different between what you want and what God wants you to have. Big difference. You want old floozy over there? Oh, I just love her. I just love her. Well, go ahead, fool. God said, No, I got you a good one over here. She cooked good, she looked good. She looked decent anyway. But she everything you need. No, I'm just saying. Because many men, they just go at looks. Old thing can't cook, can't do nothing. Got nails that long, got eyelids. I seen one yesterday with eyelids as long as this. Now, what that look like with your eyelids that long? You, you look deformed. Got that old green stuff all around her eye. Looked like a gallbladder had busted. 
<laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I like to joke a little bit. You know, after I preach a strong word, <laughs> I didn't get to get that in last week. The devil was so strong up here. Look here, let me tell you something. I did battle so in the pulpit last week so bad to my leg was like concrete. My wife had to prop him up and, and, and rub my legs down. It was like that for two days where that demon, that, that warfare was down all in my bones. All the way down in there, man. And I was light up here, but I was I'm see, I don't know if y'all ever felt that before. I said, Lord, help me today. Help me today. Don't worry, y'all have your pastor back next week. I won't get him. <laughs> y'all been probably been that had enough of me. <laughs> Look at it. Let me go to the last verse, then I'm getting up out of here. We're gonna get out of here. First Peter three twelve. I'm going to leave y'all with some hope. Y'all want some hope? Yeah. All right. Look here. For the eyes of the who? We don't care nothing about the eyes of man, do we? No. Yeah, it say, for the eyes of the Lord over the righteous. Uh-huh. Didn't I say righteous are looked down from heaven? And his, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's been proven time and time and time and time. And his ears are open unto their prayers. But watch this. It's always that but. See, see, that's for us, that first part. See, that's hope right there. But this other part is for them yahoos. Not that don't want to hear nothing. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Now, what all do we say? See, see, we got to expand our mindset on what evil is. Evil is allowing them hardships to get us. That's evil. That's evil. Allowing things when they don't go right. We get all emotionally disturbed. That's evil. Remember the word last week? Stand positive. The seed of positivity. See, they're all linked together. You got to remember, don't leave up out here and let that word fall by the wayside and let the old birds in your mind eat it up. No, you need to go back and check this word out. And hopefully about then, Deacon, sorry, that, that don't imp in you or be done settled down. You'll be able to hear something. You'll be done broke that frog. <laughs> I'm done with y'all. Come on up, brother. I'm through with you. <laughs>